Hello, thank you for joining us for this podcast. I'm Rachel Clef Miller, and I'm joined today by Casey Jaycox. Casey is the president of Client Strategy and Partnerships at K-Force. Casey, thanks for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. This is a very cool opportunity, and I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. Casey is a client and a familiar face to us, but he's also really passionate about sales and getting sales right in an organization. I am, and I'm actually a proud for, uh, force management customer. Um, but when I when I think of sales, I think of authenticity. I think of people who have a high sense of urgency. I think of people who are service-oriented. Um, and one of the, the best things we got out of our relationship with force management was the art of practice, which we weren't doing, which is absolutely ridiculous when you think about it. And you know, I think Kaplan was the one, John Kaplan was the one that said, your customers deserve more, and practicing in your customers is, is just so disrespectful. And so for us, those days are gone, and I, I can't tell you how exciting it is to be in, in, an, in an environment now where we're, we're, we're practicing often, we're role-playing, it's now part of our culture. So thanks to Force Management for that. Well, you're welcome. And people know Kaplan by the last name. He's kind of like Cher, so... Gandhi. <laughs> right? Yeah. That works okay. Well, I think all those are really great points uh, when it comes to really getting sales right in the organization. And Casey, I know that you have been at K-Force for nearly 18 years now, right? Hard to believe. Hard yeah. to believe. And he, uh, we don't want to brag on you too much, but I know that you have been one of the top performers, the, the top performer at K-Force. No one sold more in the company's history than you. And that's good for our listeners out there to know because you know your stuff. But really, your greatest success, I think we've had a lot of conversations about this, has really come from admitting what you don't know. Mm -hmm. And you have gained a lot of value from admitting what you don't know throughout your sales career. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it goes back to even my days of, uh, I'm not trying to be the Al Bundy here and talk about your collegiate football days, but the days of playing quarterback and a, a day or a game where we might win, I might have a great game statistically, but the, the, the 10 incompletions I had, my coach, Bo Baldwin, who's now the offensive coordinator at the University of California, he, he would just drill into us, and, and what, 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 what did you do wrong? Why didn't, you know, what, where, what read did you miss? And so that, that art of always being coachable created a, a powerful um, sense of vulnerability in me. And one of the, one of the three words I, I love that aren't said uh, enough in business, take a guess, Rachel? Tell me, Casey. I don't know, right? Which, I, I mean, I don't know is the answer, but, right. <laughs> but I'm not saying I don't know right, to right, confuse right. our listeners. So, I don't know. Right, and you, it, it's so powerful, and sometimes people look at the you know the phrase vulnerability as, man, that that he's weak or she's weak, but vulnerability to me is a strength because it's if you're not afraid to say, hey, man, I, I don't know, and I'd love to learn from you and, and, be, and be, be, be taught something that I don't know because it can... It can inspire a growth culture. It can inspire a, a better, more team culture fit. It can inspire more environment where people aren't afraid to not know everything, which is a great Kaplan quote that I love and I say often is he says, it's, it's okay not to know. It's just not okay not to do anything about it, which is so powerful. And I, I say it often and I make sure I give him credit because it's just such a really, really great, um, really great quote. And I think I, I love it. To, Transition to a quick story on vulnerability, real quick, if I can. Yeah, go ahead, please. So when we were, so some of the companies that might go through your the command of the message, command of the sale training is 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 awesome if you do it. And and one of those things we we have is a, a T three, which is train the trainer. And I'm a T three. There's I think 15 of us at K Force. And when we were going through our initial training to become trained, uh, we were in Dallas, and I was part of the initial team that kicked off our transformation. That felt good about it. And we were with, I got paired up with Ray, Ray Davilia. 
and uh, we were former college quarterbacks. He's a college football coach, had a lot in common, felt like we were vibing. And we get, we get, we get to my turn, and I'm with Sandy Marin, my, my colleague, and, I, and Andy Thomas are, are from our teams there. And I, I go into my, my, uh, my delivery of command of the message, and I, go, I do it, reading good body language. And, and Ray goes, well, Case, how'd you think you, I think you did? I'm like, well, I, I thought I did okay. You know, I didn't want to be too confident, but I felt like I knew it. He's like, let me see your leader guide. And the leader guide, just for the listeners, is a, is a book that kind of goes through the, the speaking notes so that we can make sure we hit all the key points. And, you know, Ray, hi, Ray and John encouraged us to highlight, <clears throat> highlight, uh, make notes, story transition points. And I did, but not to the level of detail I should have. And... Uh, so I hand it over to Ray. Ray's like, well, where, where are your speaking notes? I'm like, well, they're, they're right there in front. He's like, okay, where, where's your transition slides? They're, they're right there. He said, Casey, I, I don't see it. And what I've heard about you is that you're elite. And if I'm being honest, that, that performance was nowhere near elite. It was good. And I'll pass you. But what I've heard about you is that you're elite. And two, two, there's two, now I have two paths. And a great book called The Slide Edge, if you ever want to read it. But path one is, um, ex, you know, bad word. Screw you, dude. Who are you? I'm the best that K-Force has ever seen. Thank God I'm not that type of person. I loved it, and it felt so good to get coached, and it felt so good to get called out. So fast forward to that night. We are at, uh, we get down to the day, and, and the team want to go out for grab a beer and grab dinner. I'm like, you know, guys, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to my room because I have some things I got to get done. And from 8.30 until 11, in front of the mirror, it would have been so embarrassing if the housekeeping came in. I'm literally presenting to myself in the mirror on command of the sale. And there was no, not a chance, and you know what, that the next day Ray was going to say I wasn't elite, and I was so ready to go. And then that morning, fast forward to the morning, thankfully it went well, and Ray said that's what I expect out of you. And just being able to um, tell that story to my own internal team, I definitely think I inspired some other folks. And if there's any top performers listening out there, the one, I, one piece of advice I'd give you is always be coachable, and we always can get better every day. And the only thing that makes you good about today is today, and tomorrow you got to go out and earn someone else's respect. That's great. I love that. And I think you've, you kind of set it up a little bit there about how this concept of vulnerability or, or admitting what you don't know relates to salespeople out there. And, you know, you kind of your story talked about how it might relate to a manager or a coach, but this concept also works for your day-to-day rep. Totally. Well, there's three things that come to mind. If you think about... The, we'll call the, the seasoned rep. The seasoned rep goes out on a meeting, a client visit, and he or she comes back and the, the team goes or the manager goes, well, how'd it go? Oh, I killed it. Told him everything about our company. Well, great. What'd you learn? Huh? Well, I told him everything about our company. Well, in the end, that's, that goes back to whole, you know, command of the message is discovery. It's all about discovery. And so being vulnerable to say, you know, when you, you know you might not know everything on that meeting, or you might forget to ask something on that meeting. It's okay to to, to follow up the client, and say, "Hey, Mr. Mr. And Mrs. Customer, I know I really appreciate your time that we spent talking about um, topic A, but I I, I I messed up and I forgot to ask you two questions. I was hoping to get two more minutes of your time, or send a follow up email that that articulates what you did. And I've I've found over time, customers appreciate that. They appreciate the extra level of detail. Um, more importantly, think about the, the younger reps, the, the, the three to six month person. This is what the, the structure of the value-based framework really taught, helped me teach others is the young reps are so scared to mess up. They just, they're fresh out of school. They're intimidated. They don't want to mess up. And if they can see senior folks, proven folks that still show that vulnerability and that humility to say it's okay to mess up, I think it again, goes back to what I said earlier. It really can inspire that culture of uh, 
it's okay to mess up, it's just not okay to do nothing about it, to quote Kaplan. Um, and lastly, the most powerful thing part of the, in, in command of the sale is MEDIC, which is an acronym that, that you guys obviously taught us around ensuring through opportunity qualifiers, uncover every gap possible and make sure that there's, if I'm going to lose a deal, I, I want to know what I'm going to, what or why I'm going to lose early so that I don't get to the end of a, the sales process and I'm surprised by four or five things because I didn't have the, um, I had, I had the, the, the ego to not want to take me to that spot of saying I don't know. So those would be three, three key points I'd, I'd, I'd say on why it relates to, to salespeople. Yeah, medic is a great way to show, uh, some I say poke holes oh, yeah. in, in your qualification, but also point out the vulnerability of what you think you got in, yep. in your pipeline. But I think this this concept of vulnerability, and we've we've touched on it here, but it really can be this a powerful tool in leadership, especially when it comes to giving feedback. For example, when we teach feedback, we always teach the coach to ask for feedback on his or her coaching as well. Yeah, I love that. I love this. This is something we're, we're doing every time, every meeting. I even ask customers. I mean, that's I, I'm not even afraid to ask customers. And, and the the thing you guys taught us, you guys being force management. Um, Give two, take two. Give me two things I did great. Give me two things I could have done differently. And when when Kaplan uh, delivered his two day presentation to us, which was off the charts good, it was elite. And to hear Chelsea or Jen Templeton or Tim Cato hear that his first thing he said was, "Hey, give me two things I did great and two things I could have done differently." That's when you see guys like John, who's so successful. You know, he, he, I feel like he kind of has the same thought process, I'm successful today, and, I, and he still wants to get coached. Mm -hmm. And that, I mean, is a testament to your guys' culture. It's a testament to everybody I've met, that you guys all have that humble uh, nature about you, that you want to get better. Um, so, you know, it's a very, very basic way to implement it, but just give to, take to, every meeting. And the more that the senior people adopt it, and I think it will help drive adoption for the younger reps, maybe the younger uh, leaders, but the more that they see it happening, I think the more benefit and value you're going to get out of it. Yeah, it's a great reminder. Give, give two, take two. And as we're talking about humility, I want to bring up, this is Force Management's podcast on the road show. I'm actually sitting in the K-Force offices in Seattle, and I uh, walked in your office and saw a great sign on the door. Why don't you tell the listeners what's there? Yeah, so when we, we recently moved four months ago, and uh, our administrative operations team wanted to put my name on the door, and I just felt like I, that's... I don't, that's way too much egomaniac. And for those that have your op names on the office, I'm not being disrespectful. I just couldn't do it. So uh, in the spirit of fun, which is a core value of ours, um, I have the, f the name Bushwood Country Club. And so those that are Caddyshack fans, there's the theme to my office. If I look to the right, um, there's someone standing right behind Rachel as we speak. And if there was a video camera, it would be awesome for you to see because Ty Webb, uh, played by Chevy Chase, is standing right in front of me, a, a six-foot-one cardboard cutout. Um, it's kind of freaking Rachel out a little bit, but she's done a good job of kind of hanging with this. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So so uh, be humble, and you don't need to take it too, too seriously. So, Casey, while we wrap here, up here, yep. what's the bottom line? What's the challenge we, for people when it comes to this concept? We talked about give to, take to, but what what would you challenge people to do that are listening to this concept? I think I think bottom line, your senior folks, your your the senior the, the senior individuals in any company, you you guys are the ones that set the tone, and the more humility and more vulnerability they see from you, um, will help drive adoption. Um, and there's a great quote that we got from our um, 
command of the message training by Ron Willingham, who wrote a book, Integrity Selling for the 21st Century. And he says, the art of persuasion is, is stated as, the art of persuasion is a paradox. The more we attempt to persuade people, the more they tend to resist us. But the more we attempt to understand and create value for them, the more they tend to persuade themselves. And I've said that quote, Rachel, so many times. Literally, I, I don't even, numerous times every day since we went through command of the message with force management. And with regards to, to vulnerability, I think if, if you try to enforce people to do it, to show that vulnerability, and, and they're not going to get it. But if you ask questions in a way that they understand the value for them, they're going to convince themselves they need to be more vulnerable. So that would be the, the bottom line I'd leave you with today. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Casey. Thank you. Thank you to all of you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and Google Play.